Just saw a story from CNN. I am not making this up. They are recommending now that your dog begins to eat insects because dog food is uh, hurting the environment. Not kidding. Well, even if they eat insects, maybe we could eat insects, too. Uh, May I suggest you put uh, rough greens over those insects for your dog? My dog will eat me. If I tried to do that. Anyway, um, Rough Greens, roughgreens.com. I want you to go there and get a free bag of Rough Greens just to try out. Make sure your dog loves it. And believe me, he's going to love the insects, too. You, all you do is pay for shipping. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash back. Again, it's not a dog food. It's something that you put over your dog food to make sure that they have all of the vitamins and nutrients that they need in their meal. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Okay. All right. I'm going to make a prediction coming up. And I got a few things to say. Yeah. And then we're going to look at the econ- the uh, the uh, the election, which is good. Then we're going to look at the economy, which isn't really good. But then... We're, we're going to look at where all of this came from, which is good. Did that sound convincing? All on today's broadcast. Stand by. Twisted Freak, welcome to Monday. It is the 24th of October. And uh, big Monday it is. Coming up, I'm going to... Are you good news or bad news? Yes, the bad news witch and the good news witch are going to be stopping by. Uh, This hour, I'm going to give you a prediction of some things to come. It's not really much of a stretch to imagine this. Uh, and I'll I'll tell you about the um, the economy and war, some big developments, and you know what I love? Our president completely zoned out and fell asleep during an interview, and NBC didn't edit it out. I'll explain in sixty seconds. So Sharon wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, this time last year, I was using a walker. I could barely get around at all, but I'm telling you, Relief Factor changed my life. Not only am I without the walker now, I'm back to working full-time. Thank you, Relief Factor, for making such a great product. Listen, if you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. It exists to give you back the life you love, and it's not a drug. It was, it's not something that's gonna space you out. It was developed by doctors and it has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain that we deal with. 
Try the three-week quick start. Developed for you, $19.95, a dollar a day like a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. Okay, let's, um, let's, by the way, hello, Stu. Uh, let's, Hi, let's start with this. Now, Stu has not seen the, uh, video. Uh, he has only seen, he's only heard the audio. And I urge you, if you happen to be watching us on blaze TV to quick, look at your screen during this clip, otherwise, uh, listen to it and find it sometime today, because this is truly remarkable. Cut four. Joe Biden. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention, my intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh, Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that. uh, That I uh, that that we're that we're doing something very important. Holy. Okay. Now, that could have been edited out. Yeah. That's a, probably a, huh. at least a two-camera shoot, maybe a three-camera shoot for the president. And they could have easily edited that out. NBC did not. The interview had to go, uh, Mr. President. So I think it was probably edited a little tighter. Yeah, I was going to say, the, 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 the pause, visually seeing it, you see him sort of slump over and look like he's falling asleep. Yeah. Where the pause in length, when you don't see it, doesn't seem that bad. Doesn't seem as sh- as long as mm-hmm. it would take for a person to say, "Mr. President," like, right? Like it's always like, "Why did he jump in at that point? Why didn't right. he, you know maybe he was being pensive?" And I still think that it is too short. Um, I still think that that it it was edited. Yeah, because uh, they cut they yeah. cut the shot right mm-hmm. when that happens. Correct. But I I think almost more disturbing is what happens after. Yeah, where he he doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, what? How is there any other way to explain okay. this? The only other thing no. I can think of, just watching it, is maybe Jill Biden is vo- is vocally opposed. No, stop it. To him um, running. Stop it. No, I'm serious. Like, yeah, like, no, not a chance. I don't think so either. But like, yeah. it almost he almost answers it as if Jill is like, Jill wants to murder me. Right. She knows I'm completely senile. She doesn't want me to run again. Right. But I want to. Uh huh. Um, okay. Let me give you a first of all, this what should frighten you is that NBC ran that. Mm. That's clear and could have been edited out. That is something that I think somebody in the in the editor position went, guys, we have to leave that in. I bet you there was discussion on that. Just take that out. No, guys, I'm telling you, we need to leave that in. We have to at least, we can't say anything, but at least tip off a little bit. There's problems here. Because there's not a real reason to, to no. leave in the, the idea of whether Jill thinks nope. it's like, like that's not a, nope. a vital news story. Uh-uh. They left that in because they wanted people to see it. it yes. Like. That's yep. terrifying. Okay. Now I'm going to give you a prediction and then I'm going to play the audio that will, will verify that what I'm saying is coming is coming. Um, this remember democrats always have a always put republicans and people against you know the marxist in a lose-lose every time 
winning isn't really winning because they've already planned on losing. You know, so both ways, no matter way how it turns out, they win. The Republicans, I believe, are going to uh, sweep this election. I think they're going to do. I think it's going to be pretty dramatic. I could be wrong, but it could it could be pretty dramatic. Any any way you cut it, Republicans are going to be in control. I think of both houses, but definitely the House. If they even get the House, that will slow down everything in Washington. Nothing's going to be passed. Nothing's going to be passed um, with this administration. If they get the House and the Senate, the same thing will be true. What's going to be said over the next two years, mark my words, they have denied this entire time that we're in a recession. They've denied that inflation was even happening. Once the GOP takes Congress, all you're going to hear about is how the Congress and the Republicans have destroyed the economy. And they will begin to highlight it. And you will see it on television everywhere. Just, I, you know, we should have this and just clip this part and we just play it at the top of the hour in about a year or so. Just saying, hey, remember how bad it was before and they were denying that there was ever a problem? What you're hearing right now on, on radio and television it's all still a lie. It was headed towards the bottom before the election. Here's Joe Biden. Let's go cut six, please. Republican leadership in Congress has made it clear. They will crash the economy next year by threatening the full faith and credit of the United okay. States. Stop. For the- they will crash the economy. Huh, that's funny, because that's what I think uh, the Biden administration is doing uh, right now. Now, let me give you a couple of other things. That's, that's a big one. I mean, he, you, you, he's quite clearly telling right. you he knows this is going to happen. Yeah, they're going to. I'm telling you now. No joke. Uh, they're going to crash the economy. Mark my words. Mark my words. They will blame it. You have to be clear minded and know it right now. Hmm. Um, let me give you one more and then I'm going to give you a, uh, give you a lineup of some things that are, that are coming our way that you have to be aware of. Okay. First, another very disturbing video. This one was bone chilling to me. President Z kicked president who out of the Chinese Congress, if you will. These are all of the party leaders. And in the middle, all of a sudden, two guys come right next to President Z and they grab President Hu right after the vote went down to make President Z kind of pretty much a dictator for life. And uh, President Hu is sitting there and all of a sudden these two guys come and they try to get president who out of his chair and he's like what's what's going on it's disturbing if you watch it can we can we play it while i'm while i'm describing it so they grab him and no one notice no one is turning around no one is looking okay and uh he's standing there and he's fighting he's like i'm not going with you i'm not going with you they're like just come on with us come on with us he's 
resisting. He finally grabs on to President Z. President Z doesn't even really look at him. Just says something. And notice not a single soul is looking at him as he leaves. <laughs> not one. Not one. The guy has been disappeared, but he was disappeared the minute those two guys came to him. It was like he was invisible. No one even looked at him. President Z is sending a message not only to Chinese, but also to the world. I have complete power and I don't care what you say or what you do. I don't even have to hide it. Now, he did say the Chinese press did say President Hu was feeling really poorly and needed to be escorted out. He didn't know, though? He didn't know he was feeling no, poorly? No, he didn't know. And it was nothing that a bullet to the head wouldn't cure. He's feeling much, much better now. Okay, one more story, and then I'm going to tell you how it all fits together. The 101st Airborne Division has just arrived in Europe to support the NATO allies. This is the first deployment of the 101st Airborne in Europe since World War II. Let me say it again. It's the first time they've been deployed to Europe since World War II. I'll give you what it all means in 60 seconds. Cheryl wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, I'm actually a bit skeptical that this would have any effect on my dogs, but the difference is truly unbelievable. I decided to buy this when my 11-year-old dog uh, was to have surgery and wasn't really doing well. Within a week's time, she was playing like a puppy dog again. I was totally amazed how much better both of my dog's digestion has been as well. Thank you, Rough Greens. Uh, Cheryl, I don't know about my dog's uh, digestion. I don't really... I don't look or I don't know. Anyway, uh, I will tell you this. I had the same effect. Uh, this had the same effect on Uno uh, as your dogs. Totally changed him. He became a puppy again. Now, this is not a dog food. It's a supplement. And you put it on the dog's food. And it, it, it honestly, it changes them. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog's going to love it. They have a special deal for you. The first little trial bag comes for free just to make sure that they like it. If they do like it. Start feeding your dog this every single day. And I'm telling you over the, for me, it's happened immediately, then over a couple of months, and then over a year's period of time, I was still seeing changes. It's roughgreens.com slash slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, all righty then. By the way, uh, in, uh, in Vladimir Putin's uh, Russia, dissent is now treason. Just want you to, want you to know. So if you, if you dissent now on war, it's treason. You're going to prison. That's good, that's good, that's good news. All right. <clears throat> let, me explain what's, let me explain what's happening and what's coming. The Biden administration... And the Treasury and the Federal Reserve, uh, places like BlackRock, 
all the big institutions with the Great Reset, they have all positioned us into a place to where um, we are extraordinarily vulnerable, economically extraordinarily vulnerable. So you know, they've done this, they've done this all because... um, uh, because of climate change, they say. Just so you know, the California wildfires have canceled out nearly two decades of emission reductions. 20 years of emission reductions gone because of the California wildfires. So you know, uh, there there is um, uh, a lot of predictions out, but one I saw this morning um, from PC Mag. It said one of the predictions is by 2025, without sustainable AI practices, AI will consume more energy than the average European country, offsetting any environmental gains that AI creates by 25%. So the world needs more energy, not less energy. And anything that we're doing and saying, we've got to stop driving to see grandmother. That's not going to make any difference. In fact, it's already been wiped out. And then I take you to the CNN story where they are blaming our pets now for climate change impacts. And thus, our dogs, CNN, our dogs now have to start eating insects for dog food. Okay? This is where we're headed. They have put us into this place not for climate change, but to change the way that the world interacts with itself and who makes the money and who has real control. The only way you can get to uh, a world where no one owns anything and they like it, that's, that is from the World Economic Forum. By 2030, you will own nothing and like it. How do you make that happen? How do you make that happen? Well, you can take some money away. You can make laws that make it flitter away. But if you're living in a a constitutional republic, you can't get everybody down to zero. What you can do, however, is destroy wealth. You can destroy all of it. And with your governmental policies, you can shift that wealth, put it back into the banks, which is also putting it back into the hands of the United States government, because the United States government owns most of your mortgages, America. Did you know that? So they've put us in the situation to where we're we're on the verge of an economic collapse. Biden is going to start blaming the GOP. So let me give you a quick story of what's coming. And I don't know in what order. So I'll put the election first. But election. Chaos in the streets. War. Economic woes deepen dramatically to the point, if not past the point of collapse. When these things happen, voices like mine, like others, will be censored. We will not be able to tell you 
really, truly what's going on, because we will be fomenting panic and trouble. That's what's coming in your next year, I think. And if you are prepared for it, you will know. And here's how you prepare for it. We live in different times. We are in a very dark period globally. I would ask that you would join me in this. I'm really against all killing of any kind, any person, any organization, any any nation, including all wars. I refuse to play the apocalypse game. Even if, even if Satan himself has taken the souls of every Russian and set them against all the Christians, and I'm not ruling that out, I do not believe my God wants me to murder them all. This is a war not against flesh and blood. This is his war, not ours. And I don't want my kids in it. I don't want my friends in the world's war. I don't want anyone in it. And I won't support the world's war in any way. I don't like paying for it either, but I'm also, I'm also leaning towards being against the death penalty now because I think they're going to find some way to think people like me need the death penalty too. So until we get out of this really dark period, I'm I'm against that. Now, does that mean I won't defend my family against a violent threat if it comes to my house? Oh, no, 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 it doesn't. Mm Mm-mm. As the Constitution prescribes, if a family member of mine is in danger, you come to take my children into danger. Yeah, I'll defend my children. But I will not quench Satan's thirst for what is coming our way. It is already. Have you seen our have you seen what's happening in our cities right now? Have you seen the, the death? Homicide rates surging in major cities run by Soros-backed DAs. St. Louis, 19%. These are, these are uh, homicide cases per 100,000 residents. July through September, 19. Kansas City, 14. Detroit, 13. Baltimore, 12. New Orleans, 10. Milwaukee, 10. Are you kidding me? Shootings in Chicago this weekend, 52 shot, 11 fatally shot. Violence and the thirst for blood and man's love for man is waxing ice cold. Don't get caught up in it. Stay true, stay focused, stay calm. The Glenn Beck Program. Tonight when you climb into bed, Lay down on some great sheets. Great sheets. I'm a I'm a sheet snob. And I can tell you that my favorite sheets are the Giza dream, dream sheets. Bar none. I've been sleeping on them now for years, and I wouldn't trade them, especially at the price that you pay for these. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are back at their lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off. That means they're as low as ni- uh, $39.99. Now, you have to use the promo code BECK. And just like everything else that MyPillow makes, they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're not going to need them because you're going to love them. 
Sleep on the very best, especially when the best is on sale for such a low, low price. Do yourself a favor and just try. Get the Giza Dream Sheets today. If they're not everything that I say they are, ship them back. But I'm telling you, they're great. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited time offers. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's a great time to know the truth. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn. And I can't thank you enough for helping us with Mercury One. Mercury One uh, has done some remarkable things. We have been rebuilding roofs. We're rebuilding uh, houses and and uh, and cleaning out houses in Florida. Um, people who have lost everything, trying to restore some some human decency and dignity uh, all around, not just in Florida and uh, rest of the uh, country, but also. Uh, around the world we've had teachers conferences family conferences pastor and student conferences at the american journey experience to help teach the truth about american uh, history and we need your help this is the time of the year that we do do a fundraiser uh, and i try to put on an event every year to be able to make some money so we can pay for the lights and everything else it's happening this saturday the 29th, go to mercuryone.org and uh, find out how you can be involved in this. You watch it online. Uh, I think the tickets are all sold out, but uh, it's going to be really good online. Um, and uh, uh, and there's going to be an auction. There's already an auction up on the website, mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org. Okay, Pat Gray is with us. And Pat, um, I think we have Stu uh, to thank for our financial doom. Mm. You're me to thank. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what I said? Mm. Are the uh, are the are the uh, Phillies in the World Series? Oh, that's right. <laughs> the Phillies are in the World yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to look back? Um, let's see. 1929 Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1980 Phillies. 2008 Phillies. Now mm-hmm. 2022 <laughs> Phillies. I don't know if you notice, 29 <laughs> collapse, 80 collapse, 2008 collapse, and 2022. Maybe? <laughs> yeah. Now I, I No, should. because the Astros are going to beat them, so they will not win the World Series this year. Um, is it a win only? I think it's a win. It's not a yeah. no, so win. the Phillies win the World Series. Is I'm it? I thought it was sure. just when they're in it. Cause, didn't, no, didn't, Athletics won. Phillies, yeah. well, Phillies won in run. 80. Phillies won in 80 and 08, but the oh, Athletics... Oh, they did not win in 29? 29, they did not oh, win. okay. It's so just them just being the, there. Oh, that sucks. That's the curse. Oh, boy. Now, I should point out, for those who are aware, especially my huge Canadian sports uh, fans yeah. out there... Huge. ...that mm-hmm. I am not a Phillies fan. I am a Blue Jays just, fan, yeah. uh, which is inexplicable to most. It's not going to stop uh, us from but, blaming so you. But why am I blamed? I'm an Eagles fan. It's, they're in the because same they're city. Because they're both in Philadelphia. What, That's 2017, why. 18, good years, they won the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. when the Eagles Whatever. win, Whatever. things happen. Okay, spot. I, I just don't think I should He's be blamed. He's a Canadian plant, okay? <laughs> they should all know that. <laughs> you hired the Canadian Right. Yeah, just to keep you close. I keep my enemies oh, closer. Right. Anyway, um, there's a new poll out. A couple of new things. Um, Pennsylvania shows, mm-hmm. I believe we had him tied last we met. Dr. Oz, this is the first time we have seen a lead and a 
pretty good lead because i've been saying for a while i'm a believer that this race tightens significantly and is very close as we get you know toward election election day and this is back when we when we were talking about this as a 20 plus point race which i yeah. never mm-hmm. bought i think that was sympathy right for fetterman going through his health struggles yeah it's now closed and the one thing i've been saying for the last couple of weeks is like i believe this but i would like to see before i'm predicting dr oz is going to win or anything I'd like to see one single solitary poll, which actually shows him ahead. Not close, not tied, now we do. but actually ahead. And now we do have that poll. It came uh, over the weekend, 49.1 to 44.6, uh, with Dr. Uh, Oz now leading Fetterman. Not bad. He's my guy until he betrays us. Then he's not my guy. <laughs> yeah, like at this point, I don't have no standards for what yeah, how good no. a Republican is or how bad they are. In this, in this well, particular context, I'm pretty much there to the point of yeah i will take yeah. anyone to stop this mm-hmm. yeah that is i mean is, i am i am there mm-hmm. uh, this is such a bad bad time when it comes to i mean the fact that they have unlimited power essentially has what look what it's done to our country mm-hmm. i know and I we know. really mm-hmm. do need even i don't know that mm-hmm. dr my guess is we're not all sitting here and going guys we must we must. Dr. Oz is the most important conservative voice in the past century. <laughs> no. People nobody's saying be, that. It will be like William yeah, Buckley wait, wait, and we, Dr. Oz. Not, I don't know. I don't think that's judge, Can we not say those kinds of things? Let's see I, his performance. I Look, I'm not I hope, I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, I will I I'll give him is. an absolute chance. I'm really, yeah. I, look, I, as I would say, if I was in Pennsylvania, he would certainly be the guy. I'd no, be he'd be for. the guy. I'd be. I'm rooting for him yeah, from Texas yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. many ways. But I mean, uh, that the fact is, at this point, it's stopping the bleeding, right? You have to stop the bleeding. Stop mm-hmm. the gushing of blood out of the torso, yeah. then worry about the other stuff. Okay, yeah. so there's another one. It looks like uh, Zeldin is actually ahead of Hochul uh, mm-hmm. in New York. Talking about Zelmentum? Is Zelmentum? Yeah, talking to Doug Gowdy at our affiliate WGY. He said they're actually they're fundraising now on the term Zelmentum. That is, which funny. I don't know. It doesn't. I just, I don't that know is work. really. Funny. I like it though. Uh, again, this is another one. I, I I have a hard time believing. We saw a Trafalgar poll from a couple of weeks ago that had Hochul only up two points. And even that seemed hard to believe. But since then, we've seen several other polls that have shown it far closer than you'd expect. Six points, eight points. Even that is a miracle in New York. Mm-hmm. And now this uh, latest poll has uh, Zeldin at 45.6 and Hochul at 45.3. Obviously very, very close. But if this is the environment we're looking at, then the wave is absolutely in play and, and likely. If, if we're talking about an environment where the New York governor race is up for grabs and is not called, let's say, immediately after the closing of polls, you're at a, you're at a situation where you could see, you know, you could see 53, 54, 55 seats in the Senate for Republicans. It's not out of the question if that's really the environment. There's still wow. a lot more evidence we need to believe. That's exactly that. Would that be great? It's trending that way, though. Oh, Wouldn't it be man. great if somehow or another we got 70? You're saying <laughs> that, would, that would be really yeah, that hard. That would be good. It would be really it's a hard, hard, hard yeah. route to get there. Because there's not 70 seats that are <laughs> right. possible. I know. I know. It's a, don't, I'm not but saying But what if we did anyway? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, and again, we joke, but in 2024, 
Uh-huh. I don't you think could. 70 is possible, but a filibuster-proof majority is absolutely in play. Is it really? If and only if the Republicans have, you know, that 53, 54, 55 area. Like, I, I, if they get 51, wow. I think it would be very difficult. It is theirs to screw up, and they will. Um, let's be positive. You know, yeah, let's be positive. Let's be positive. I, will, I will say this. Um, there's going to be an onslaught of bad news about the economy as soon as they win. As soon as they win, it's been a great economy. What are you talking about? No, there's no inflation. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no problem. We're, we're solid. We're rock solid. We're booming. We all know that's not true. However, that is the way they've positioned it. And now as soon as they yeah. take over, it is going to be the Democrat or the Republicans. If you would have given me a Republican Congress oh. and the media will be all over the Republicans saying everything they're doing is causing this inflation. They're going to Liz Truss, the Amer- the Republican Party, yeah, they so, are. Fast so fast if they win this election. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to make it look like every proposal is the reason why we're having negative effects. Yep. All, they're going to do the same thing they did yep. to her. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. By the way, uh, Senator Murkowski, she really sucks, mm-hmm. you know, more than usual. You see, she's mm. voting for the Democrat over Sarah Palin. And another Republican, yeah. by the way. Yeah. She, she, you could even vote for a Republican that's not Sarah Palin, and she's voting for the Democrat. How is it? I that mean, tells you a lot yeah. about Lisa Murkowski. Mm-hmm. That it? tells you everything you need to know about her. Yeah. And you want to talk about out of touch? So My bad. gosh, who is? In Alaska. In Alaska. There's just no reason for Lisa Murkowski to be one of the senators from Alaska. There is There's no, no reason, reason for, for that. For such a thing. You're no. correct here. She's got to lose this time. And she may. I mean, it's she very, it's it's very close. close. But, but uh, you know, the, Repu- the the state of Alaska is, is likely going to elect this Democrat. I mean, I, I would say the Democrat is the favorite. Yeah, I mean, Palin Dang, and Bakich, who's another, again, another big name in the state and also a Republican. So, like, you could mm. say, okay, Sarah Palin, you could see maybe in Alaska there's a lot of attention on this person. Maybe they're kind of tired of her. She's a big media. You could mm-hmm. see there being Republicans who are like, look, I well, I, and they. They perceive that she forsook them by leaving early yes. when she was governor. And you, they didn't and look, like that. You can make that argument, right? Yeah. At the time, a lot of people in Alaska who were Republicans and supporters of hers did make that argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, there's another Republican in the race. Right. Like, there's no reason to support the Democrat in the race. You could support the more moderate Republican if that's if that's because we're told that's what Murkowski's bent, right? She's she's a Republican, mm-hmm. but she's moderate, and she's just you know a little moderate. bit out of step on a couple things. I mean. Ugh. Again, she pushes the the boundaries of what you would call a Republican. Now, I'd rather have her than a Democrat because, again, mm-hmm. she will vote at least maybe half of the time the right way, which is a lot so, in this environment. But this is also why you need 52 or 53 or 54. Right. Remember, 51 means 51 possibly with Murkowski and Collins and Romney. That's not a solid 51, guys. You no. need to get to 54, 55, 56. Then you start feeling a little more comfortable. That they can block like a Supreme Court justice. Oh, that would be, that would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice. Um, by the way, an update on uh, Egg McMuffin. Ah, yes. Yeah, mm. in Utah. Uh, yeah, uh, I blew a gasket last night. He uh, he tweeted out that Mike Lee is a Russian asset. What? I mean, what is this? Yeah. What? A ru- desperation. That's Gosh. what that is. Good. A Russian asset. When I saw that, <sighs> I thought, this guy is looking at some polling that I've not seen because it must show him at a one. 
He's polling his audience, though. His audience is a bunch of Democrats that think everybody on the mm-hmm. right is a Russian asset. It's, mm-hmm. It was right? remarkable. Uh, again, he said, Mike Lee is going to get us into a war. He's a Russian asset. Oh, because he, he is. Did Mike, Mike Lee send what? the 101st Airborne? Yeah. Did he? Was he the one who did that? No, he was the guy who voted against against the money that we're sending. Mm. No, and I if don't. you're trying to get us into a war in Ukraine, you wouldn't be an asset for Russia. <laughs> You'd be an asset for Ukraine, <laughs> right? That doesn't even make sense. No, yeah, At least make your insult make sense. Yeah, that all the doesn't. countries backward. That is adorable. Oh, <laughs> moron. Yeah, I kind of feel bad Aww. for him. No. Not really. No. Uh, all right. Thank you, Pat. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. I love that show. Where can I get it? Uh, you can get it on podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Or you can get it at Blaze TV. Can I subscribe to such of a service? You can. How would Go I do such a blaze thing? Blaze slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Ooh. All right. My Patriot <laughs> Supply. If you're uh, waiting uh, to start stocking up on emergency food until things get really bad, yeah, you're doing it all wrong. And you have a different definition of bad than I do. Right now, we're somewhere in between wars and rumors of wars and the arrival of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Something like that. Somewhere in that neighborhood, I think. So natural disasters, hurricanes, tornadoes, man-made disasters like Congress, you could easily find yourself and your family needing extra food. With the 101st Airborne going in and and saying they're going in to uh, protect NATO— they're going in just to a neighboring country of uh, Ukraine. Oh, and they're saying that we could now, we have the, the ability to march right into Ukraine if we have to. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Good. MyPatriotSupply.com. Get $250 off a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. MyPatriotSupply.com. Save $250 now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Please. Get your three months of emergency food supply, one for each member of the family. You could save $250 right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. Hello, America. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Coming up in uh, just a second, I'm going to share something um, with you that I I was actually honestly shocked by uh, last week. Stacey Abrams uh, was uh, speaking, and <laughs> just that always surprises me. You know, uh, <laughs> wow, she's still speaking, and people are listening. Um, but she said a couple of things, and one of my researchers just put two words in Google and did a search. And you won't believe what we learned. And uh, I, mean, I don't think, because it was so odd what she said, I'm not sure anybody has searched for those two words before. Uh, and, uh, and we did. And I'm going to show you coming up what we found. And it explains everything it really explains what's happening and the the democrats what they're really after and we'll we'll give that to you coming up at the top of the hour kind of a significant uh significant thing yeah little piece of history that maybe a little nugget 
Yeah, a little bit. A little nugget, you know, for everybody. Uh, another, yeah. another positive moment that's going to make us uh, make feel us. good. Yeah. By the way, um, we've done some our work on James Gordon Meek. You know, he's the uh, oh, yeah. the ABC guy who disappeared uh, or was disappeared by the FBI. It looks like uh, we've called Meeks's phones. One disconnected, left a voicemail on the other. Never heard back. Called six presumed relatives. All phones disconnected except two. Left a message with both. Haven't heard back. Called Meek's attorneys. We started this on Thursday. Both the law office and his personal line. Nothing. Reached out to the FBI. They immediately replied. They have no comment. Uh, reached out Fairfax County Public Affairs Office. No recent record of a missing persons report. Which is really strange, isn't it? You'd think somebody would have. He's been missing since April. Reaching out to the FOIA department um, because it may have timed out for a public viewing. We'll see. We reached out to ABC News. Various methods. No comment at all from them. Reached out to the author of the Rolling Stone argument. Uh, article. The, or the, uh, yeah, article. Uh, seeing if she could comment. Maybe even come on the show. No reply as of yet. Hmm. That's the only one I think we're going to get a uh, callback on. You'd think you'd get it. More, because obviously this person is concerned enough about the story to write the story right? correct the only person who seemed to be interested in this at all so i assume you know whether it's from the right or the left wants more attention on this remember his name james gordon meek he is a abc investigative reporter was doing a story about the disastrous pullout of afghanistan fbi or some agency scooped him up at five o'clock in the morning from his apartment and he hasn't been seen since. They did that last April. The Glenn Back Program. If you want a healthy snack, you can have a nice, delightful little rice cake. Mmm. Doesn't that sound delicious? Yeah. And while you eat it, you can listen to sad violin music and use another rice cake to dry your tears. It's wonderful. Or you can have a built Bar. Most built Bars have about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. But they're also made with 100% real chocolate, and they have amazing flavors that you're going to love. If you're skeptical, I get it. So was I. I didn't even try a built Bar until I was really, really, really desperate, and my wife was out of the house. because She kept saying, yeah, try these. You're going to like them. They're good. Made with real chocolate. I do like them. I do, I do, I do. Built Bar. Built.com. Use the promo code BECK at 15% off your order. Promo code BECK for 15% off now at Built.com. All right, you sick freak. Stand by for the radio program.
the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, as the polls continue to go in favor of the GOP, perhaps it's because none of this makes sense. None of what you're hearing is making sense. The buzzword equality or equity. We already have equal opportunity. What are you talking about? That was fought and won. Now, liberals are, well, there's one video I saw on TikTok bragging about this woman, this teacher, bragging about that she passes out pride flags every day to all of her students. She said she was doing it so that every day is a pride parade. What? 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 Why are they trying to indoctrinate our kids? Why are they trying to tell our our sons and daughters that maybe they're in the wrong body? And then climate change. What is happening? I'm going to explain it to you in their own words from something long forgotten in 60 seconds. Trust is a word I don't throw around uh, lightly, and I sure you don't either, when it comes to really big decisions in life, the ones you really need somebody watching your back. Trust is absolutely vital. Right now might be an actually really good time to be looking into the housing market. Interest rates are at historic lows, believe it, or I'm sorry, historic norms. Um, We look at this and say, my gosh, the interest rates are so high. Actually, we are just at below normal. Just the last 15 years have been crazy. Now, if you're looking for a home, you might be able to find one at a better price than we've had for a while because those prices are coming down as well. One way or another, if you are looking to sell or buy a house, whether you have to or you want to, This is where trust comes in. Real estate agents I trust. We will pair you up with someone in your area or the area you're moving to who understands the real estate business inside and out, and they're the top sellers that we vet personally on a regular basis. It's the type of of person you'll find yourself being friends with in the end. The type of person you'll find trusting to help you succeed. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, all right. So it's almost as if the Democrats have a different goal, isn't it? (laughs) I almost spit out my drink as you said that. Yes, it almost is that way. It almost feels that way. I don't know what it could be. Right. Well, let me tie a couple of things together. Um, do you remember when Stacey Abrams, a couple of weeks ago, said something incredible about inflation? Listen. Uh, I would assume, maybe incorrectly, but while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that they're confronted with? But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy 
from the economic realities of having a child. Okay, stop. Mm. Now, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I never thought I would ever hear an American political party declare the answer to inflation is to kill your kids. I mean, now what she's saying? Abort your way to prosperity. Right. Now, Mm -hmm. if you want to understand that, I want to play something that was said this weekend from President Biden. Cut three. The biggest thing is, though, that we have to change what we are, those things that are, affect the environment. Okay, I barely understood that, but mm-hmm. he was saying the main priority here is the environment and climate change. Okay, now how does that explain what Stacey Abrams said? Ha ha ha, about to give you a decoder ring. So, Jason, lead researcher on my staff, when he heard uh, Stacey Abrams say that, he decided to Google two words, inflation and abortion. Let's just roll the dice. Let's see what's happening. You wouldn't believe what Google uh, pumped out. Activities relevant to the study of population policy for the United States. You see, Long before the cult of climate change and before there was the uh, the global warming, there was global cooling. But before there was global cooling, there was the population bomb. Okay, this is about, you know, early 1960s. Progressives were all on board with the cult of population control. This is American eugenicists. Okay. They were respected by progressives and tyrants all over the world. These were the guys back in those days in the early 60s. These were the same guys that had come from Germany that were doing all kinds of experiments. And uh, they were respected for their their knowledge. Mm -hmm. So we started to read the memo and I I think it reads like a script from a horror movie, but it reveals what the left truly stands for. Whether they remember their origins or not, I'm going to just give you this memo. And I, I, the first part is directly from the first page, and I want to quote it exactly. This memorandum is responsive to your letter January 4th, seeking ideas on necessary and useful activities relevant to the formation of population policy defined as as legislative measures, administrative programs and other governmental actions that are designed to alter population trends. So right off the bat kind of makes you wonder, wait, was the abortion thing really was that about women's rights? Or was it about some post-apocalyptic strategy to control population? Well, it appears that at the time they blamed American families, but not all families. Just families they wanted control of. Okay, look at the listen to this quote. To justify an explicit U.S. policy now of encouraging a specific universal limit on family sized as distinguished from proposals aimed selectively at welfare recipients and racial groups. Wow. So listen to this. The minorities, the poor, that's who they were targeting. The people on the left claim to care about the poor and minorities. Kind of makes you wonder about LBG's, uh, LBJ's Great Society, right? And his war on poverty. 
makes you wonder why the real effects of ensuing massive welfare state ended up making people poorer and breaking up families. And those families, those mothers being single, now having to have abortions. Wow. The memo goes on to mention a mass wave of contraceptive handouts was the preferred method. But this is the part I find interesting. Quote, effective contraception is efficiently distributed to all those who want it. And if abortion is available on demand as a backup measure. So abortion on demand was not even their their main plan. It was the backup plan. But I thought it was about women's rights. Now, here's where we get to the Stacey Abrams weird comment about inflation and abortion. It references inflation. As something that goes hand in hand of full employment and thus to accept relatively high or at least not preventable unemployment levels as necessary, yet more women enter the labor market under conditions of full employment and the relationship between employment of women and lower fertility seems well established. An examination is needed of, in effect, the question of how much inflation could or should we risk to achieve lower fertility. Let me unpack that here. For one, they wanted women in the workforce, not for equal opportunity, but because, as it says in this uh, study, women tend not to have so many babies. So fertility goes down. And they thought that all of the women uh, getting jobs might spike inflation. Which it did. The price of housing doubled. You had two incomes now. So everything doubled. So they figured we have to measure this. The party of virtue. The memo comes up with an attachment that listed other proposed measures by population control experts. Now, it never said that these were actual plans by Planned Parenthood. These are other proposals that they included. Restructure the family, postpone or avoid marriage, alter the image of the ideal family, compulsory education of children, encourage increased homosexuality, educate for family limitation, fertility control agents in the water supply, encourage women to work. Now, these are a few and they get nuttier and nuttier. Now, I'm not saying that Planned Parenthood had planned to do any of this, but it shows to what lengths the academics were willing to go. Fertility control agents in the water? How many Democratic flag bearer issues can you find in this memo? Compulsory education of children. How many of us have wondered why they are claiming their kids as, or our kids as their kids? And they will, they do not want you. And we excuse it saying, well, they don't want to, you know, because the unions, the unions are blocking it because then they'll lose the jobs. Is it? Is it that? Why are they ramming sexually explicit, comprehensive sexuality education into our school? Is it encouraged increase, uh, encourage increased homosexuality? Because that's what it seems like. The LGBTQ two plus I lobby is is fighting. They want more homosexuals. It's not you want rights. You got okay. You got rights. You won that. 
Why are why the hypersexualizing of kids and exposing them to drag queens in schools and libraries? Why? Educate for family limitation. Who's wondered why they've destroyed they, they've shouted destroy the nuclear family? Encourage women to work. Isn't workplace gender discrimination illegal? So what's the fight really about there? Regarding the education, they keep referencing both kids and families. Check out this quote from the full memo. Quote, in this area, it seems particularly important to distinguish between education and indoctrination. Whatever may be the merits and effectiveness of truly a truly educational effort, an indoctrination campaign may well have the only negligible effects on fertility values, but may provide unintended support in building public opinion, which seeks legalized compulsory fertility control for selected groups and I'm quoting, particularly welfare recipients. The admission here is insane. Indoctrination, they admit, has its bonuses. Especially on poor people. Google the words until they change the algorithm. Google the words abortion and inflation. You'll find the whole memo. So when I played cut three from Biden, play it again, please. The biggest thing is, though, that we have to change what we are. Those things that are affect the environment. Okay. Have you noticed that the policies that they are pushing put the environment over people? Right now, common sense would say, we're about to go to war with Russia. We must have oil. We've got to open up oil fields and pumping and gas lines. You've got people that are going to freeze to death. In Germany and all over Europe, and they won't open up and full power their nuclear power plants. Why? Why? It's almost like it's Malthusian. It's anti-human. Yeah, not a lot has changed. Not a lot has changed. This is Planned Parenthood in the 1970s. This is what they were saying behind closed doors. Good heavens, what are they saying behind closed doors now? Back in a minute. Julia wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I wanted to know how much uh, I wanted you to know how much I love Relief Factor. I've had my right knee and both my hips replaced. Oof. Uh, they've been giving me grief for a number of years. But ever since I started using Relief Factor, I can climb stairs normally instead of one at a time. It is so much better now. Thank you, Relief Factor. Listen, if you're dealing with pain, give Relief Factor a try. It is, it's not a drug that's going to space you out. It's natural, developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. 
The three-week quick start developed just for you is only $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. It says a lot. So go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Relieffactor.com or call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, when you look at what they're talking about for the environment, that we're just not going to make it. This is, this is what they said when I was growing up, except it was global cooling. Then later it became global warming. Then when it was cooling and warming, they were like, oh, it's global climate change. But they told us in the 60s. And remember, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world grew up with this ideology. That you've got to control the population. There are just too many people. People even my age don't really remember the population bomb as people in the next generation do. That was a big part of their life. It's very pervasive still to this day. Yes. I'll never forget you doing an interview with um, William William Shatner. Shatner. (laughs) Do you remember this? Yes, I do. And it was a really good interview. You guys had a great conversation. He was funny. You know, you guys had a good chemistry. It was great. And at one point, he just kind of blurts out in the middle of the conversation that, like, we have to stop the population from growing and goes into this really Malthusian sort of rant that obviously was very central to his belief system. Oh, yeah. You know, it wasn't just a a flippant thing. No. And he kind of expected you to just go, yeah, I know. There's just way too many people. And you did not. Uh, I kind of feel like that's the opposite of our goal. And maybe this is why I feel so you know passionately about life, as I know you do, and yeah. why the other side is so for taking innocent life before it's born. This idea that like I my goal is not to limit the amount of people on in this on this globe. Like I think it's a really good thing that we have a lot a lot more people. That more people are surviving longer, that people continue to be born. I mean, these are weird things to feel like you need to say out loud, but it is a major point of disagreement between the two arguments that we have in this in this world politically. I want more people to be alive. I want more of them. That's crazy. More. And you know, this this happened in World War One too. They actually talked about reducing the surplus population uh with world war one world war one it's going to kill some people it's going to really kill it's going to kill all the right people the people we want to be killed you know all those you know suffering in poverty and and those undesirables they're the ones that are going to get killed not our elite families uh and this this idea of population control has been around for a long time me because I believe the soul is sacred and I believe the soul. It's not like somebody's just printing up soul after soul. They each come unique. You know this if you have children. Each of your children come out with their own personality. Okay. And I believe that those souls are sacred and need a body and we're going to, we should do it. And we'll figure out a way 
to deal with it. And that might be eventually colonizing another planet. It may be, but I, I don't know. I have this no, weird optimism that, you know, so the, the world will provide like this is <laughs> there's a plan here. I know no, it's crazy, but like, I think the world can provide for the amount of people we have on it. And you know what? It seems like every single time there's an increase in people, we wind up coming up with really amazing innovations to do much, much more for so many more people. Unless it's, inc- it's incredible. Unless society is controlled by a, the, a big government. Those who want less people. On yes. Earth. And it is always that way. Big governments always end up in the hands of people who want less people. I'm going to show you how insane their argument is on climate change and how Malthusian is next. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If out of the blue one day, someone just gave you the chance to save 700 bucks a month, no strings attached, I don't know. Would you take it? Let me think. Right now, American Financing is saving homeowners who call them an average of $695 a month. That's $700 a month you could save? Are you kidding me? That's the kind of money that can really help you get ahead. And it only takes 10 minutes to find out if they can do it for you. They have salary-based mortgage consultants that are in this for you, not the bank. This is the kind of thing that you should, uh, you know, you should jump on right away. Don't ignore. Don't put this off. You have 10 minutes. Carve it out of your day today. Just give American Financing a call. Find 10 minutes in your schedule. See if you can save 700 bucks. American Financing. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn if you're one of those people that actually are able to be alive. Use the promo code Glenn. I want to put into perspective what you are facing. There is too much debt in the world, and we are inflating that debt away. Central banks are. Um, And it will uh, inflate everything that you have away. Um, You are looking at a time right now where we could be at war at any time. We just put the 101st Airborne Division into Europe to back NATO up. And the Pentagon said yesterday they are ready to go. They could go into Ukraine at any time. That's terrifying. Do you want the United States to be at war with our soldiers, with Russia and Ukraine? By the way, that will only make your gas, your food, everything else much more expensive. And you will learn if this occurs, that is the least of your worries. Yes. (laughs) You will not be caring about gas prices if this thing breaks out in in real terms. This is not good at all. Not good at all. And why has this really been done? This has been done because of the fight over pipelines, oil pipelines. The West has decided we're going to cut off all oil and gas. Going to cut it off. You don't need it anymore. Well, actually you do, but, you know, we're going to destroy it all so then we can't go back. That's basically what they're doing right now. 
and they're doing it out in the open and they're claiming that this is for climate, but it's not for climate. Fires burn more than four million acres, admitting emitting twice as much greenhouse gas as the state of California's total reductions over the last 20 years. So one wildfire season nullified two decades worth of reductions. This is not about you can't you can't contain what's happening. And in the places where they're they're not insane, just evil places like China, they've completely changed the game. Oh, my gosh, it's incredible. Let me put this in the framework of the Inflation Reduction Act for a moment. Now, you know that this act had nothing to do with inflation. No. I'm not breaking news there. But Joe Biden talked about this. Really, the only thing they talked about in this bill was the climate stuff. Right. He said this bill is the biggest step forward on climate ever, ever. And it's going to allow us to boldly take additional steps toward meeting all of my climate goals and the ones we set out when we ran. That's So this is the most important climate legislation ever, ever. Now, Kamala Harris was asked what her favorite part of this climate legislation was and she gave an amazing answer what are some parts of the inflation reduction act this this amazing new law that you are most excited about so, i mean so much mm, so much I'm, right. one of the things that i'm very excited about is what we have been doing in terms of electric vehicles okay um and I have a particular fondness, I must tell you, for electric school buses. I love oh. electric school buses. <laughs> I love them, yeah. too. They're so great. I really do. And we're the manufacturing audience. them in our country. I've been to the manufacturing plants. I've, I've been on mm -hmm. these electric school buses. And wow. think about it. Aside from the pandemic, on a daily basis, 25 million children in our country every day go to school. What? On those diesel-fueled school buses. Wow. Hmm. The wheels of the bus go, go round, round and round. round. It's so incredible. So uh, there is a line, by the way, in the bill. She's not lying here about electric school buses. It's about clean, heavy duty vehicles. The EPA funding program, class six and electric commercial vehicles, including trucks, transit, buses and school buses oh. funding one billion dollars. OK, so a billion dollars now. Billion dollars. It's nothing. Let's just take that entire program and dump it all into electric school buses for a second. And so we'll skip the regular buses, the, the mm -hmm. other transit, the trucks, the commercial vehicles. Mm -hmm. Let's skip all that. Just say what all went to electric school buses, because it's obviously the biggest part of this bill. To right. We could buy two thousand eight hundred and fifty seven school buses because each one costs between three and four hundred thousand dollars each. OK. So, so we can buy it with a billion dollars. We can buy how, how, how many? 2,857 school 2, buses. 2,000. Now, huh. give me an over-under. How many school buses do you think there are in America? Over 2,857 or <laughs> it's under? It's going to be close, but I think right. it's over. It's over. You're it's right. Over, there, yes. yes, there's 500,000 school buses. Wow. So for 2,857 of them, you just have to spend a billion dollars. You have to spend a little more to get to all of them. But let's... Let's look at this in context now. Okay. Okay. There was a little announcement. Came out last week. Nobody noticed it. No one paid attention to this announcement at all. It came out with headlines like, China vows boost dem domestic energy supplies, step up risk control. That was like one of the headlines. I was like, you, you going to read that article? Anyone no, clicking on nobody's that? Nobody's clicking on that. Is that clickbait? No. Not clickbait. So let me just give you just a quick outline of what it said. The ruling party, the Communist Party, 
aims for annual coal production to rise to 4.6 billion tons in 2025. A deputy director of the cabinet's National Energy Associ- Energy Administration, Ren Jingdong, said... Love him. I love Ren Jingdong. Uh, it have is you one read of my all favorite the Jingdongs? Names. Have you read all of his books? He's my favorite Jingdong. Yeah, yeah. You I know, love, I love Ren. Ren yeah. Jingdong. Love him. I, I, he's go, that's, that might be Kylo Ren's last he name. He is. No, no, he's actually the uh, the... The iconic uh, image used for Ren and Stimpy. Oh, really? I yeah. Didn't, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so up 12%. Uh, that's your big headline. Did anyone pay attention to that? No. So that was just one part of one announcement. Okay. But what he said was pretty important there. Because just the increase, not the whole amount of gold. No, no, that's no. Not, not, not at all. Not, no, not just the, the increase. Amount. Just the increase mm-hmm. in the use of coal. Not all fossil fuels. <laughs> right. Just coal. Just, just coal. Got, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is enough to wipe out the emission savings from the most important part of the most important climate bill ever, ever, by quite a bit. Remember, we spent months talking about this at the top of every single news broadcast, right? This is the most important climate bill ever. Just the, inc- okay, just the increase is enough to cause more than 20,000 times as many emissions as the most important part of the most important bill ever. 20,000 times. That that thing that no one mentioned on the news, that no one cared about, that little announcement, 20,000 times as much as the electric school bus thing. Now, let's just say we could go crazy. And let's say we convert every single school bus, the whole 500,000, we do it all, that would cost us $175 billion at least, but let's just say we do it anyway. Some other environmental concerns go along with that. We could get into that another time. <laughs> yeah. But just that, just this little announcement this about this one type of fuel in this one country one time is enough to wipe out all the school buses in America going electric 119 times over. In fact... Let's go a little more relatable here. <laughs> okay. Think of the SUV. We got to take our SUVs off the road. Bro. Yeah. Got to get those SUVs off the Have road. Have to. Let's go to one of the most popular SUVs ever, the mm-hmm. Ford Explorer. Yeah. Now, just this one announcement mm-hmm. from this one country about this one, co- not all fossil fuels, <laughs> right? About just the increase of this one kind of fossil fuel would be the same, the equivalent of adding. 96,437,228 Ford Explorers to the world. Now, that's a problem because it's 20, 29 times more than they've ever produced. So it might be a tad problematic to do that. And but you're imagine the traffic there's issues. a chance. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is the equip. Just this one announcement from this one country about this one fossil fuel is the equivalent of 82% of all vehicles on the road in the United States. Oh my gosh. No what if they cared about global warming. If that was really the goal, wouldn't that lead every broadcast? Because the the issue here Glenn and the most important part of this is it's just from some random evil dictator who just had his predecessor escorted out of a meeting against his will. And we have absolutely no control over him in fact you could make the point that recently it seems like he has a lot of control over us and so we can and all every policy we're doing every policy that weakens we're doing, us to make them stronger right and you know what we can pass 
the biggest climate bill ever, and it gets completely wiped out by one announcement by President Xi that nobody tells you about, and we have absolutely no control over. You are changing your life for that nonsense. It's all wiped out immediately, and this happens every few years. They announce these increases, we don't even look at them, and it wipes out everything that we're doing. All the trillions of dollars, all the money that we're spending, giving people money to go buy a Tesla, right? All of that is completely inconsequential. He just wiped out 82% of all vehicles if we took them off the road. We would be breaking even. Not not just turning them into electric vehicles or hybrids. Taking 82% of all the vehicles in the United States off the road tomorrow would just be the equivalent of what this guy announced in some meeting the media didn't tell you about. So let me ask you. Are you willing to send your son or daughter over to fight for something this flawed? Because that is going to be in the winter. That's what they're going to say. It's because, look at the people are starving. They're cold. Well, you know what's making them starving and cold? Our policy on climate change. Our policy on oil. Our policy to get out of all fossil fuels and anything that will make a cow fart. They are changing absolutely everything. And your son or daughter is going to be asked to serve and fight. You don't ship the 101st Airborne over to uh, the border of Ukraine for no reason. You're playing a very dangerous game. And I'm not hearing enough people talk about it. There is no debate on this. And I don't know a single person who is in favor of war. But I'm telling you, this administration is in favor of war. And by the way, Republicans can't do a damn thing about it. They can't do anything about it until January. And it's all for nonsense. ESG, everything that is happening in your life, in your business, is all happening because of this warped anti-human philosophy. Everything that is happening in your kid's school is happening because of this warped anti-human philosophy. And the faster we wake up to it, the faster we will realize that's evil. That's evil. We're not fighting against, I don't even know if people even recognize this. Most of the people who are gluing themselves to a wall after trying to destroy a priceless painting, they haven't even thought of any of that. But the, but the ideas behind it are evil, and that's why they always strike out in darkness. Destroy, 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 pervert, pervert, pervert. Back in a minute. What have I told you that uh, with just a little bit of your time today, you could not only be paying significantly less for your home phone service, but also you'd be dealing with a phone company who shares your values. Um, your mobile phone service right now, if it's if it's done by Verizon, that is, I mean, they are all on board with the leftist causes. Most of them are. Patriot Mobile is not. I want you to consider switching your cell phone service over to Patriot Mobile today. Time to stop waiting, take the plunge, do it today. We all have to stand together. And Patriot Mobile is standing with us. 
They share our values. They won't send, uh, you know, any of your hard-earned money or any of theirs to aid in the destruction of America. They're working for the Bill of Rights. They're working for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They're in our schools, in our neighborhoods, trying to make sure that the right people are getting into school boards. It's rewarding to work with somebody like Patriot Mobile. It's rewarding to work with the team over there. For me, it is. For you, you'll save money, and you should feel the power of every dollar that you spend going to build America, not to tear it down. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation right now with the offer code Beck. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. By the way, we've thrown a term around, and uh, I just want to make sure that you uh, uh, understand it and, and don't feel awkward. If you don't, if you can't remember what Malthusian uh, theory is, this started in just around the turn of the century, 1800, 1798. There was a an essay that was published, the essay on the principle of population by uh, Robert Malthus, and um, it developed. It was it was all about, hey, people are going to keep having babies and the richer our population becomes, uh, we'll have more and more babies and that will cause more and more food need and that will eat up more and more of our farmland and we'll just we'll end up ravishing the earth and having nothing left. And that, uh, that's been proven wrong over and over and over and over again. But the spirit of that lives in climate control. The spirit of that lives uh, in, um, in population control, obviously. Anything to curb the population growth. You know, Mao was not a Malthusian, Malthusian uh, but he believed in birth control and population control. Uh, for many of the same reasons, this this is an absolute lie, and I I believe it is evil. But if you look at what are we doing really, what is it that we are trying to do? We're trying to kill our children. We're trying to turn them into asexual people, bisexual, uh, gay, lesbian, trans. We're we are putting chemicals into our children's bodies now, and it's being heralded on by the same people here. And they are sterilizing those children. Those children will never be able to have children. And they're the same people that believe in climate change, that the earth is going to just be destroyed by too many people doing too many things. That's what's really happening here. And we're on the eve of going to war. That will further reduce the, the population.
here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Alrighty then. I saw a... Uh, I saw a disturbing uh, story from Bloomberg uh, last week, and I haven't mentioned it because I wanted to make sure I had some facts on it. I called Carol Roth. I called everybody I know, and they were like, God, that doesn't seem... Well, I don't know. Uh, Let me look into it. Carol is here to explain this. Here's what I found in Bloomberg. Asia has net imported gold from the West since April. The trade flow into China, 160 tons of gold. Into India, 80 tons. Into Turkey, 62. Thailand, 38 tons. Saudi Arabia, 20 tons. Malaysia, 4 tons. Hong Kong, 3 tons. Where do they get all this gold? Well, the UK sold 15 tons of gold from their treasury. 32 tons South Africa. Canada, 33, Australia, 34 tons, and the United States of America sold 136 tons of gold. Did we send that to China? Why are we selling gold when smart money would be buying gold? Hopefully, Carol will have an answer for us in 60 seconds. By the way, uh, as we're talking about this, let me tell you about Goldline. United States top uh, economists are saying that we will enter a recession in the coming 12 months if we aren't already in one. The only reason why we're still debating this is because the Republicans don't have control of the House or the Senate. As soon as they get control of the House or the Senate, I can guarantee you we're in a recession and it's their policies that put us into one. In fact, Joe Biden said it just this weekend. They're going to collapse the economy. That's their plan to collapse the economy. Oh, shut up. How do we? So <sighs> say, how do we? How do we deal with the the amount of lies and smoke screens that are put out? Well, you just have to know what's true. What is true always has value. The dollar won't always have value because it's no longer true. There is no full faith and credit in the United States of America anymore. So, what is true? What does the world always respond to? gold they always look what china is doing and india and then look at what we're doing Goldline has a deal this week on their historic graded five dollar gold indian coins with every box of 20 of the graded coin you're going to receive 100 of the silver mind your business bars at no cost that's a great deal both of these items are ideal for barter. Not that I would suggest you would do this. I'm a coin collector myself. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Carol, please tell me there's, there's, I'm reading too much into this. Please tell me, please tell me. So th- this has been a little bit of a Nancy Drew mystery for me, Glenn. I saw this uh, Bloomberg piece as well. And it was a little bit of a head scratcher. So I'm going to take you through some of the things that I found and hopefully we can piece this together. Okay. Uh, This is really weird because I, I mean, I went to some really big brains that know this kind of stuff. No one had an answer for me. Okay. So I think so. I'm going to wrap it in a bow first and then I'm going to walk it back. But I think this is the short term trader mindset 
versus people who have a long-term view on the world. So this is short-termism versus long-termism. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that we have to understand, the first thing I did is went, oh my gosh, all of this gold is flowing east, or where is it coming from? So is, is, is our central bank that dumb that they're selling gold? So I pulled up a chart of central banks, and central banks have actually been net buyers of gold for most of the year since April, which is the same time period as the chart, this April to August. They have pretty much everybody is a purchaser of gold. There's almost you know, just a Including tiny us? little bit of selling. Every central bank in the world, which means that we're even if we're not purchasing it, we're not selling any. There's almost no net sales. So that means our central bank isn't the one that's selling this. So we'll take that off the table do you is this uh, here's what i couldn't figure out either is the treasury the same as the central bank (laughs) does the central bank have all of the treasury's gold so so (laughs) they're they're probably not but let me walk through where i think this is coming okay okay all right so the second piece i went to is the consumer market and consumers seeing what's going on with inflation, understanding that a recession's here and that it's going to get worse next year, have also been buying. And by the way, we can't supply them. So both here in the U.S. as well, particularly in the East, much more in the East, there's been an additional premium. And so I'm going, what's going on here? What you have to understand about the market for gold is that the prices for the gold that you, when you call gold line to buy your gold, like you and I do, Glenn, you're buying physical gold. But that price isn't being set by the supply and demand of you and I buying it. It's being set by the futures market, by these traders who are trading contracts. And all the all of these derivative products, the options, the futures, they are so much larger than the underlying product. And yes, if this sounds like a familiar story, it is one. But the the, the research estimates put the side of these futures market at 200 to 300 trillion dollars of value being traded when but the underlying no, supply no of gold. The underlying supply of gold is like 11 to 12 trillion dollars. This is why I say all the time, (laughs) don't buy paper gold. Don't do it. it. Don't do it. it. You will be worthless in the end. Exactly. So let me tell you what's happening. So these traders are looking just not at what's happening in terms of the physical supply and demand, but they're looking at, you know, little blips on their screen and they're saying, oh, well, historically, when we have a a strong dollar, that means that's not good for gold. So we should probably get out of it as the Fed tightens their monetary policy. They have gotten to the point where they these crazy traders are actually net short on gold, meaning that they have sold more than they have. And this is only the third time since 2014 that this has happened. It's happened in 2015. It happened in 2018. And what my researchers have told me is both of those times, as you can imagine, when you have all of these shorts out there, but this crazy macroeconomic environment, it is prime for a short squeeze. And that has set major floors and there has been huge rallies in gold. So once again, we have the financialization of a product, a product that is very important to us, um, you know, being bastardized by Wall Street. And what happens in China and India and other parts of Asia is that they're smart. They go, 
well, the price is falling. We should load up on it. Buy low, <laughs> sell high. So they actually create a floor for the, the price of gold because they know they can get it at cheaper prices than it, it's actually worth. And so they go in and they load up on it. And that's the tenor of what has been happening here, which is just complete insanity. So my speculation is that institutional investors gold that is flowing because these traders are you know doing the same thing that the traders always do. They're being short-term grubby greedy and not looking at the bigger macro environment. But then that means that we're doing that, that we as a nation are, are, are we're going to be the opposite of the big short, <laughs> right? We're, we're I mean, selling when we should be buying. So the good news is our central bank, um, our country has, and it, again, this is if this is true, right? So I'm just going to report what's being reported. I can't, I did not go to Fort Knox and verify that the gold yeah, is actually there, but we actually have the most gold in the world per, by a country. I don't know if I and believe that, but they say, they say that is 85 or 84. 8,100 tons. 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 Yeah. How much is that worth? I knew you were going to ask me that question, and it was Monday, and I, my calculator wasn't big enough. Uh, so, try it. It's a, just, lot. Cause I, a lot. Because I looked at it, and I, I think it's 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 in the two or three-digit trillions. Give me the number one more time. It is... Uh, 8,100 tons. 8,100 tons, which is thirty-two about 32,000 ounces per ton. Okay. 32,000 ounces per ton. Yeah, and gold is trading at about $1,700 an ounce. Right. So how much is... If they say we have this, uh, to me, it makes no sense. But seventeen hundred dollars an ounce, you said yeah. correct. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's a big number. Uh, let's <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Try to figure here. it out. I know. Hold on. Uh, okay, here we this go. Are, this is a lot for a Monday, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, four hundred and forty billion dollars plus. No, 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 billion. It's got to be more than. It's got to be higher than that. It's higher than that. Yeah, said, well, it's got to be trillion. You said yeah, thirty-two thousand. You. I mean, I'm going by your numbers here. Thirty-two thousand so. ounces. Yep. Per times eight, thirty-two thousand times, times eighty-one hundred 8, times 100. seventeen hundred times seventeen hundred. Right. So I'll do it again. Uh, thirty eighty-one hundred times thirty-two thousand times seventeen hundred is let's see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, four hundred and forty billion. No. So again, I think maybe you're is your you sure about that number of thirty two thousand ounces per? I don't know. My I, will, I will look at. I will look it up. Up. Look it up. Some low. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's way too low. Mm -hmm. It's it's got to be in the trillions. It's got to be in the trillions. Ounces to tons. It, it's pro it's probably somewhere I would say between four hundred forty billion and a trillion dollars. I don't I don't know from just from the because again, like you said, it's it's just the central bank piece of it. But at any rate, wow. the, the U S. The U.S. has more than um, you know any other individual country. The eurozone, as a group, actually has more than the U.S. And on a you know sort of tons to GDP you know value standpoint, um, you know we are you know we are we are not quite at our GDP, but we're in a sort of good position. Um, the only ones that are really stacking up via their GDP is the eurozone and Russia, and now China is starting to continue to add to that. So, um, you know, it's, it's a very strange situation. And it's also a strange situation, Glenn, if you think about the fact that the traders are doing this based on quote unquote dollar strength, because they are looking at the dollar's strength 
versus other currencies, but they are not looking at the dollar's lack of strength at home. The dollar is not strong when you go to buy your groceries or you go to pay your rent or you go to heat your house. And so that is the challenge. That is what we are, when we go and we buy physical gold, that's one of the things that we are protecting against, this continued debasement in the value of the dollar. So there really is a setup here potentially for you know some sort of a squeeze or even the collapse at some point here of the paper gold market, which means then eventually things would change to going off the the actual spot price, the the, the supply and demand, which is how this should be based to start. Okay, so I should not be worried that Bloomberg's headline is gold's great migration sends bullion rushing east. No, I think you should be worried. And I think the reason that you should be worried is because the people in Asia are taking a A long-term view and the people in the West are not. And that is going to come back to bite us. And by the way, usually this ends up flowing back when the price goes high in the past it has flowed back, you know, because, of course, we're going to buy it at the higher price. Right, which is so stupid. No it makes no sense. But the people I'm talking to who really know this stuff say not this time. This is We're in a new financial world order. Something is going to shift here. And so don't expect that flow to come back the other way. Wow. One yeah. last thing uh, with you, Carol, and I appreciate your work on this because I, I couldn't I couldn't make heads or tails <laughs> of this. Um, and our gold situation is so not transparent in america um it's a travesty it, it really is something is. needs to change with this market yep. it does. um the um uh, the other question is we just sent the 101st airborne uh over to support nato uh the pentagon said this weekend we are ready to we're ready to go to war if we have to go to war with uh russia and ukraine what what does war mean to our economy if if it starts with Russia, I mean, you know, there's obviously a bunch of layers of different scenarios, depending on how bad it is. Um, certainly the defense sector will be doing very well. Um, and it's just a question of, you know, how much since it's being fought over there, you know, how much of what we're doing ends up being disrupted or does it end up being something that looks more like the recent wars that we've had and, you know, Afghanistan and, and the like. So I think it really depends on the scope. But certainly, you know, if we get into a big escalation here um, and this, you know, becomes something that is like a, a, a world war, a true world war. Uh, I think we can all, you know, pretty much not take a, a big leap of faith to guess that that is not going to be a good sign for our economy, particularly at the time when the economy is breaking down and the Federal Reserve has been taking steps to damage the economy, to do that, quote unquote, demand destruction, to create higher unemployment, all of those things. Um, you know, not that there's ever a good time for war, but it will just exacerbate those issues. Okay, Um, I would love you to look into uh, something else. Um, Right now, Biden is saying the GOP is going to collapse the economy. What he's what he's saying is they're going to shut down the government. But that is a lie. You can shut the government down, pay your bills and not go uh, defunct. Can you not? 
I would love them to. I mean, that's the best thing ever when they shut down the government, then they can't spend any money. Uh, He is basically setting this up because he knows that the Republicans have a strong chance here and he knows that the economy is going into a worse position. So he's basically setting up the blame for the things that he has created. He's already pinning it on what is going to happen. Right. I'd like you to look into how the government actually pays its bills and you don't you don't go into default if you're a nation. Um, if you if you shut down, there are ways to do it so you don't go into default. So yeah, we can stop we can, the scare and we tactics. Can, and we can bust this. Um, you know, I have this great deficit myth when you have a one point four trillion dollar yes. deficit on forty percent more spending. Would love yeah. would love to chat about that. With yeah. You. Okay. Good. Thank you very much, <laughs> Carol. We'll have you on maybe later this week. We'll cover both of those things. Uh, Sounds great. That's Carol Roth. Week. You can uh, you can follow Carol uh, at 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 Carol Roth. Uh, <laughs> Uh, carolroth.com slash Glenn is uh, where you'll be taken to her page uh, where you'll find all the information she does with us. carolroth.com slash Glenn. At any point, I am willing to commit okay, to the idea I, that 8,100 times 32,000 times 1,700 is 440 billion plus a change. It does not seem like enough, does it? I, does it? I don't know. I mean, I, no, I, mean, I know the math. It's a lot. The math is the math. But I kept, I kept looking at that and I was... <laughs> I, I wasn't. I don't know what you're saying. What, what do you mean? You're driving in the car and doing this? And no, I, not me. <laughs> Wait, you're. But I, hmm? But I, I kept looking at the number and I'm like, I, I can't even. That, that, how many how many digits is that? I, 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 <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you shouldn't be looking at the number I while should, you're driving. I'm not. I wasn't. Please, of authorities, not. arrest uh, this man. All right. Uh, you know, it's, uh, what's worse than biting into an apple and uh, finding, finding a worm or a rotten spot? Um, you know, the worst, worse than that is, uh, biting into an apple and finding half a worm. That's probably worse. What's worse than that? Cybercrime. I mean, I was out of things to say. What's worse than finding out about cybercrime? Finding out it happened months ago and now it's finally catching up to you. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. We do everything online, everything. Uh, I, I will tell you. Um, we are going to have massive disruptions if we go into war. I pray we do not. But if we go into war, um, we're going to have a cyber war. Uh, Russia is ready for it. And a lot of things are going to be lost. Please, please don't cut cybersecurity out of your life. You can prevent I, all, uh, I, you can prevent identity theft, but not in all cases. And you really have to be vigilant. That's why I have Norton on my side, Norton LifeLock. LifeLock by Norton works for me, works for my family. We've had it for years. They've saved us several times. And now you can save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25% now. LifeLock.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. That should give you some idea, too, on how we just don't have enough gold to run the world's economy. I mean, we're four. Tri- no, I'm sorry. We're thirty one trillion dollars in debt. Thirty one trillion dollars in debt. You tax 100 percent on every rich person in America. 
top 10%, you take it away, it doesn't cover one year. That's it. You pay the gold. $400 billion worth of gold. That's nothing. We spend $400 billion when they sneeze in Washington. That's crazy. I, you know, again, I don't know this stuff as well as you do. I am just, you know, just doing the math here. But that's a, it's a, it's still a lot of money. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's still it a used lot of to money. be a lot of money. It used to be. Remember when four hundred billion dollars was a lot? I keep going back to you know. I guess it's because you know these stories from your life and your your lived experience. But my lived experience, as we were entering into sort of national politics, and you were you know the show was starting to take off, and you know as far as the television thing goes, I just remember debating that seven hundred and eighty-seven billion dollar bailout bill. You know, I remember talking about how what a big deal that was the the stimulus bill. $787 billion. And John Kerry, you know, I mean, going back all the way to Kerry, you remember these big numbers. I used to vote for the $87 billion before I voted against it. I mean, all of these things that are there and they used to be big numbers are no longer big numbers. That's that's a problem. People should notice it more. Uh, coming up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you why the government cannot fix our problems. How it'll only make our problems worse. I read something by Charles Hughes Smith of Two Minds uh, this weekend. And I learned... The Glenn Beck Program. The history of rat farms. That's coming up in just a second. (laughs) So if you're somebody who prides yourself on planning ahead um, and, and getting ahead of all those difficult things or emergency situations, what do you have in mind if your car is out of warranty and breaks down? Because, of course, it's not an if, it is a when. And car expenses can really set you back if you're not prepared for them, especially these days. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. I mean, it used to be, when I was growing up, you know, you could go to the Pep Boys or whatever, and you could get the parts that you needed, and you and your dad could change the car part or whatever. Can't do that now. And it is into the thousands of dollars. Repairs... (laughs) I had one repair that was six times the cost of my first car, and it was in an old truck. It's crazy. You've got to have some sort of insurance on this. That's what CarShield is. They'll have your back when your car breaks down. Get coverage like I have. CarShield.com slash back. CarShield.com slash back or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. CarShield.com slash back. New Blaze TV membership costs less than $440 billion. Find out how much at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, I want to show you why central planning never works. And why the free market always does. Because the free market doesn't have to anticipate things. It reacts to things quickly. Let me give you uh, an example. <laughs> I, I, I looked into rat farming uh, over the weekend. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. But it started with uh, an, an article written by Charles Hugh Smith of Two Minds blog. And uh, it is fascinating. 
And it takes you back to around the turn of the century, 1900. And it is the story of how colonial authorities in Hanoi came to establish two kinds of rat farms. And one was intentional. The first, the first rat farm was unintentional. The French colonial authorities decided to modernize the French quarter of Hanoi, where the Westerners lived, by constructing a modern sewer system. The goal was establish a little Paris in the east. Now, their understanding of sewers was limited to the first order effect. First order, second order effect. Important to understand. First order effect. That's, so this is where it ended. Sewers collect and dispose of human waste. That's first order. What are you trying to do? Build a, build a sewer. Well, what's the effect of that? Well, it's going to take all the flushy parts and flush them out into the ocean or wherever. Okay. That's all they understood. They didn't, they didn't anticipate the second order effect, which was sewers are paradises for rats. Now, there was a whole new rat's nest ready to crawl through all of these pipes, and it was full of food that rats just loved. So the second order is unintended consequences. First order is, that's what we're going to do. Second is, oh, crap, we just did this. and It was a good thing. Now we've created this problem. Okay? So second order effects, consequences, have their own consequences, and so on, and so on. So the rats started in the sewers, and they began roaming the streets of Hanoi, not exactly the Paris of the East. So the bubonic plague hits Hanoi, 2000, or I'm sorry, in 1902. And now you've got a, a, a real health crisis going on. What caused the health crisis? Oh, the rats, which were caused by the sewers, which was caused by the idea, I really want to have a nice Paris-type town. So, what did they do? Well, they hired crews to go down into the sewer and kill the rats. It was not fun, crappy work, uh, and hazardous. Now, they killed thousands of rats every single day, but rat fertility is more than a match for the extermination crews. So then the city said, you know what? Everybody, you catch a rat. You catch a rat. We'll give you a bounty for every dead rat. Well, everybody got involved. And then... It was, you know, we got a pile of dead rats. Just bring us the tail. Because the pile of rats waiting to be disposed of was too expensive. So what did they want to do? Make sure they didn't have a pile of dead rats. Unintended consequence by saying, okay, just bring us the tail. Rat farms began to uh, sprout up because you could cut the tail of a rat off and hand it in. And I'm not sure if the rat would grow another way, or another tail, but it would at least be there to breed. That's incredible. I love this scam. Is this not great? Right? So they discovered that they had, they had started to have perverse incentives 
rat farms were built all around Hanoi by private sector entrepreneurs to maximize the harvesting of profitable rat tails. So, in effect, the government created two rat farms, both unintended, really, the sewers and the private sector rat farm. In 1998, the Vietnamese authorities closed restaurants selling cat meat which was marketed as little tiger meat because they thought of it, you know, if the cat population decreased, rats would invade the rice fields, showcasing the same mentality that had happened before. Happened, happened again, happened again. Rats. And what do we do with the rats? Here's the thing. If you look at our society now, Everything we are trying to fix. Let's fix education. Let's fix let's fix healthcare. Let's fix homelessness. We're gonna fix our intelligence gathering, our national defense. What do we do? We pour all kinds of money into this sewer system. And who's in the sewer system? People who are now administrators, support staff, consultants. Con artists, con artists, some good people in there. But the system wants the money to keep flowing. So they're not incentivized to actually solve a problem. They actually become people to protect the paradise of more and more funding. This is why this is why the free market works. And why the government must get out of the market. Because once they start protecting their boys, it becomes a rat hole. It's another rat farm. You've got to get the government out of the farming business. Out of the rat problem. Because they're the biggest source of them. <sighs> this reminds me of a, of a story I freaking love from a couple of weeks ago. The in New York, they had a gun buyback. Oh, exactly right. Right. And they look first order effects. We're going to get guns off the streets and we're going to make everybody safer. Of course, they don't they don't think of the second order, which means that law abiding citizens can no longer protect themselves. But I'm not even talking about that one. One guy saw how stupid it was and got his 3D printer out and started 3D printing uh, a small device that can convert firearms into fully automatic weapons. Under the rules of the buyback, uh, and this is by Letitia James, by the way, in New York, and city police, that entitled him to $350 for each printed part, including a $100 premium since they were deemed ghost guns lacking serial numbers. So these are just little 3D printed parts. He kept doing it and doing it and doing it and eventually made himself $21,000. For just printing little, he's never going to use to as automatic weapons. And he shouldn't go to jail. No, oh no, he should. No, I don't think he is. He played by the rules. Exactly right. Did exactly what they asked him to do. Exactly right. Made twenty one thousand dollars. He said he did not do it for the money. However, he said he called the buy the idea of buybacks ridiculously stupid, adding that quote the people running this event are horribly uneducated about guns, gun crime, and the laws surrounding the regulation of guns. I want to give you one other story that's been in the news. It is uh, Steve Bannon going to prison. You might not care. 
your friends may not care. That's a pretty important thing. He was found guilty on two criminal misdemeanor counts of contempt of Congress for failure to comply to the January 6th committee's subpoena. One count was for his refusal to appear for a deposition. The other was for his refusal to produce documents. Both come with a minimum punishment of one month in prison up to a year and $100 up to $100,000. Now, so you know, contempt of Congress has been around since the 1790s. It was made a criminal offense in 1857. Every person who had been summoned as a witness, authority, either House of Congress, give testimony or produce papers, willfully makes a default or who, having appeared, refuses to answer any questions pertinent to the question under the inquiry, shall be deemed guilty of a misdemeanor. The, the decision to prosecute is not made by Congress. It's made by the DOJ. So that's where you get Lois Lerner. Lois Lerner was held in contempt of Congress. But she was never tried. Eric Holder found in contempt for the operation of Fast and Furious. They, de- they decided, the DOJ, not to prosecute. Okay. Has anybody ever been prosecuted for this? Yes. A couple of people. DOJ went to Rita Lavelle. She was a former EPA official. She was charged with contempt of Congress during an investigation into mismanagement of about a billion-dollar toxic waste cleanup program. She was acquitted in 83 by a jury, but she was imprisoned for lying to Congress. Lying to Congress. DOJ has to push that. 1974, G. Gordon Liddy found guilty of two counts of contempt of Congress, giving a suspended sentence, six months, and a year of probation, since he was already serving time for his role in Watergate. That was the Department of Justice. So, who's been sent to prison for contempt of Congress? Well, um, Steve Bannon... Oh, you want me to? Well, I found one in 1961. Uh, But 1961, it was Frank Wilkinson and Carl Braden. They were jailed after refusing to testify before the House Un-American Activities Committee. Oh, and the Hollywood 10. You always hear about the Hollywood 10. What a miscarriage of justice that was. These guys went to prison just because they wouldn't turn their friends in. Hollywood 10 jailed for refusing to cooperate with the House of Un-American Activities Committee. That was the last time anyone went to prison. Isn't it interesting that only when we no longer understand civil rights, when we have a government that is out of control, that's when we put people in jail. Well, at least political prisoners in jail. I don't mind if people go to jail for this as long as it's a thorough list. You lie to Congress. You refuse to show up with papers. Go to jail. And go to jail happily in some ways like the, the 10 did because they know you'll, uh, we're going to be remembered in history. 
as being on the right side of freedom of speech. But to put Steve Bannon in and not Lois Lerner, not even suggesting that the DOJ even look into it, nothing to see there, or a gun running operation under Holder and nothing happens. If they can do that to Steve Bannon, they will do it to you. Think back the other day when we, when we had uh, a good economy in the country. Wow, I was a kid. No, I wasn't a kid. Wow, that was just uh, two years ago. Little surprise to realize that um, things can change. Kind of just hits you sometimes, you know. Inflation wasn't out of control. The market was up. Business was booming. We hadn't, hadn't entered the age of ice cream president yet. Oh, what's your favorite flavor? I hope those days are coming back. In the meantime, how's your financial house holding up? Educate yourself now on with American financing on, on what you can do to save money. They're saving money, about $700 a month for the, the average savings for people that call them up. It could be you. Salary mortgage-based consultants. So they're working for you. They're not working for the bank. They're not hiding anything from you. There's no upfront fees, hidden fees, no pressure, no obligation. You're not going to experience any of that stuff. You're going to get amazing customer service. From the group that has been America's home for home loans for over two decades, see if they can't help you with your bills. Call them now, American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 888-727-BECK. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, so last Friday, uh, the 21st, the White House apparently meeting, having a long discussion. What do we do? What do we do? Presented with options. I don't know what his options were, but the option that he chose was to send in the 101st Airborne. First time the 101st has been on the ground in Europe since World War II. They are now ready to go in case we you know, want to go in. Um, it was October 22nd, October 22nd, 1962, that the president was, again, looking at Russia I and mean, the threat of nukes. And he was presented with a list of options. What to do? He decided uh, wisely between these five options. Do nothing. Soviet missiles aren't new. Use diplomacy to pressure the Soviet Union to move, remove the missiles. Use a secret approach. Offer Castro a choice of either being with the Soviets or being invaded by Americans. Invasion, force uh, a full force invasion of Cuba to overthrow Castro. Uh, use an airstrike, the U.S. Air Force, to attack all known missile sites. Or blockade. Now, blockade was an act of war. So he didn't blockade. He used a quarantine. And for those few days in October, the world sat and watched. It was the Cuban Missile Scare. 35 days. 
Is anybody talking about the Ukrainian missile scare? We just blockaded. We just put our 101st right on the border of Ukraine so we could go in and help them. What is going to be the Russian response? The Glenn Beck Program.